eighth play of this drive, Tony. Well, they gave it to him quickly last time on this same thing. Do they try and change it up and make you think it or just hand it to him quickly like last week? They go up top and they go to Kelly, who was an eligible receiver. Dennis Kelly catches the touchdown. Smith with some of these play calls in the postseason. <laughs> it's exactly, we saw the same formation. They make it simple. Hey, we line Derrick Henry up at fullback in Nashville. Broadway. Crazy right now. And that's the second touchdown of the year for Dennis Kelly. Yes, it is. 71, left side of your screen. But Henry's lined up at fullback. You motion out. Everyone thinks he's getting the ball, and you have a guy wide open because the whole world thinks he should get it. They say it's the hope that kills you. Um, and unfortunately, it's it's all gone. Um, this is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. It's just a a small version of us here tonight. Uh, we will we will be back in the off season. Obviously, we will have all sorts to discuss. I am Adam. I'm joined tonight by Greg and Miles. Uh, good evening to you both. Hey guys. Good evening. Good. Yeah, it's just about good, I, I guess. Um, yeah, we were we were full of confidence going into the Chiefs game, and here we are. That's the end of our run, unfortunately. Um, it was an extremely good run. You know, if you'd said back in, well, back in week six, week seven, remember that Denver game? Yeah, the Titans are going to the AFC Championship. Uh, you'd have been laughed out of wherever you were. Uh, but that that's what happened. You know, the team lifted themselves Ryan Tannehill came in, did a did a fantastic job. Uh, the coaching staff sorted a lot of things out, and that's where we were. But Kansas City Chiefs were a game too far, I guess. Um, a better team on the day. When, well, Miles, you were. Let's start with you, Mister Optimistic. Um, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but where, what moment, I guess, did you feel that? Your optimism was not misplaced, but or did you feel that it was it wasn't going to happen? Um, I don't know if it ever hit that point. No, it must have hit that point at some point. <laughs> I know even I know even when we were what three scores behind. I remember because we all, for anyone listening, we all watched together, obviously in the Hippodrome in London. And uh, yeah, I remember when we were still three scores down. I still looked, looked to my left and sort of said, "It's only three scores. There's still time." Um, me being optimistic of hoping for some amazing sort of comeback, which obviously was never to be. But I think, as you were saying, in terms of like the optimism I've had all season, I'm just so thankful that this team basically gave us a chance to almost like dream to a point. It's it, even when even when we before the game happened, I was sort of like, if we win or lose, doesn't matter. It's been a brilliant run. But I could tell that the team had made me dream that it could happen so much because when that game finished, it was gutted. And I never thought it would be. I thought I'd just be, yep, beaten by the better team, which we were. Let's not get that wrong. Yes, there was a couple of things in the game where you can say tackles were missed or anything like that. But Patrick Mahomes is a world-class quarterback. And I think a few have mentioned could easily be mentioned as the top quarterback of all time, depending on what he goes on to do. But so far, he's shown enough potential to easily be that guy and. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's I'm I'm gutted about it. Yeah, it would have been nice to have that final week in uh, Miami and seeing what could have happened. But then I don't know. I don't know if I would have been able to be as uh, optimistic and happy watching the game. I think I would have had to drink a lot more just to get me through the game. So I've probably saved my bank account there. Um, but no, it's 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 one of them. It's it's been such a 
such a good season that no one, like you said, saw coming. Starting two and four, and and to end it the way it has. Yeah, we had a couple of garbage time scores, but we didn't get battered. We just got beat by a better team. That that's what it came down to. So I'm not, I'm not gonna say the guys have let us down because they've done the complete opposite. And just seeing the scenes in the locker room when I got home because I got home uh, quite early the following morning. But seeing the scenes in the locker room of all the players and just even Twitter was a nice place again. It was just it was just a it was like yeah, it's been good, and that that's how I've seen it. It's a it's been an amazing run and I've fully enjoyed it. And hopefully next season we just crack on with it and we push on from where we were rather than a slow start. Well, we'll we'll come to that. We're going to do a, a few podcasts yeah. in the off-season. We'll, I, I think, be back after the Super Bowl. I'm not sure exactly when we'll be more of us. Uh, we'll look back at the season properly and we'll look ahead to, to what's to come with you know, 18 unrestricted free agents is, is quite a lot to, to go through. Uh, Greg, I mean... You went to New England, you went to Baltimore, you didn't go to Kansas City. Um, so, you know, yeah. explain yourself. Yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Sun- Sunday was um, was a real mixed bag for me. It was kind of, it, it was one of those ones, I think, I went into that game thinking, this is, this, is, this is a chance that we've not had in a hell of a long time to make the Super Bowl. And I felt like we, I wanted us to really kind of take that with both hands and take the game to KC. And in fairness, at 17-7, we were kind of doing that. Um, we're, we were looking comfortable. I think the first drive, I think, was the only real drive we really stopped Mahomes. But we, you know, we, we looked really good on offense. We were calling some great players. I mean, another Dennis Kelly touchdown. No one can complain about that. And I'm thinking, is, is this going to be it? Is this going to be it? And I'm looking over... Uh, all the guys that came along to to the Hippodrome are looking over, and everyone's got the same kind of look on their face of hold on a minute, we might actually do this because I think there was always like a hope. Uh, I never went into that game expecting anything; it was always going to be hope. Um, but there was that hope had gone to a level where all of a sudden you're thinking, I don't expect us to win from here, but I certainly you know, would like to think that that we could. But I think I think Miles alluded to Mahomes. The guy's a freak. The guy is just unbelievable, and he he carried that team. Um, you know, they had some big drops at times. I think it was a Hill and Kelsey. I think both had pretty big drops. So there was opportunities that unfortunately we didn't take on defense. I, I don't think we. I don't think game plan was quite right. I think we gave Mahomes far too much time. I think we went in a three-man rush far too often, um, giving him the time. Sometimes he scrambled through and, <clears throat> and gained yards he probably shouldn't have. Sometimes, you know, he just gave him more time to pick, to kind of pick his passes. And I thought coverage was pretty good on the whole on the night. But, you know, that guy, the guy is unbelievable. He's <clears throat> he's a talent that there's not many of them right now in this league. You know, we can talk about Lamar Jackson and what he offers. We can talk about, you know, other quarterbacks in the league. But for me, he's, he's 100% the goat of the current uh, of the current lot of, of quarterbacks that's in here and, and I think he'll go on to to win many more Super Bowls I'm sure um, for us though I looked at I know there was a part of me at the end where I was just so disappointed and, and uh, was hoping obviously for, for for a better result but I think once I kind of had reflected on it and, uh, you know, this was going into sort of early hours of of, uh, of Monday morning by this point, I was just thinking, you know what, we've achieved some something pretty, pretty damn special, really. Um, we've got a team of, of players that there's some there's some talent, undeniably, but there's also some players in there that, 
you know, may not get to an RAFC Championship game. And there's some players in there who have been been around for many years who, who may never play again. We don't know yet. But it's, it was a hell of a ride. Um, being at the two games, uh, New England and Baltimore, kind of made it even more special for me. Um, and yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible night and one that yeah, I won't forget, even though the result didn't go our way. I I don't I don't feel that up, upset isn't the right word with me. I've maybe taken it better. I've either taken it better than maybe you guys, or it hasn't sunk in. I don't know which. But I, I went in into this game thinking that we've overachieved. Like to get to the oh, AFC okay. Championship game was more than you could ever hope for. I mean, it, you know, there there were points earlier in the season we're discussing you know, any well what can happen for the rest of the season just to give us hope into next year, let, let alone being 500 or making the playoffs or even winning a playoff game or two. I mean, it's incredible. And I don't, I, I admire the Kansas City Chiefs so much. I admire Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, especially their offense and their weapons as well. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey are ridiculous. Okay. They perhaps, the Chiefs don't have the they don't have the running game that Baltimore did, um, but every, everything else is is better. Um, their defense seems to have turned up as well under Spagnolo, and they're a team that you've just you've just got to admire. And they're not a team; they're not in our division. Okay, they're the AFC. They're not in our division. They're not the Pats. I don't hate them. I love watching Mahomes. The chance to watch them in the Super Bowl, I'm kind of fine with, and I, I always felt like that. But then. You get to 17, 17-7, 10-0, the Chiefs score, and then the Titans go back down the field and score again with that pass to Dennis Kelly when you think that might be a moment that it goes iffy. It, it doesn't. So, and at that point, you think, okay, there's, it's not like a 20-point lead where you think you've potentially won the game. It's still just 10 points. But the way, the way that was playing out, I was starting to believe um, I think have the Titans had the ball sort of four minutes-ish to go till half-time and ended up punting from memory. And then the the Chiefs scored scored in sort of a two-minute drill. And that play where Mahomes yeah. rushed for 50-odd yards and Massive. 17 tackles were missed. Number may not be accurate. Um, but that just felt like a real kick in the teeth. And uh, yeah, it didn't give Kansas City the lead at that point, but that just felt like a big momentum change and yeah, just the manner of it as well. And you you knew the Chiefs would get the ball back in the third quarter and that stopping them in that two-minute drill was was huge. And we didn't do that. We didn't even make it hard for them. No. And th- that just felt like the moment. Yeah, okay, the, the game was gone later on when it, was, when it went 35-17. Um, but... Yeah, in, in some ways, it it almost felt it was it was then. Um, you have just to, you have to compare. So difficult to stop Kansas City, and we yeah. had to make things happen like they did in the Baltimore game. Yeah, you know, turnovers, fourth down stops, whatever, and none of those things did. Um, another day they may have done, and the Titans would have been, I think, would have matched up okay against the 49ers for what it's worth. Uh, but yeah, you know, we've we've. We'll match up against anybody pretty well. We weren't going to do what the Texans did and be annihilated despite their despite their lead. Um, and thirty five points sounds a lot, but actually, 
against Kansas City. I think I don't think it is in a, in a strange way. Maybe our, our offense should have should have done a bit more. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where we are. AF, AFC Championship game. If we if we can be as competitive next year, and yeah, we'll come we'll come onto that in the off season about keeping players, adding to adding to the squad because there is there is going to be some change in personnel. Then then great. What I don't want I don't want this to be like a a 2008 Titans where the team looks good, goes to the playoffs, looks really strong, and then fades away. Um, I don't I don't think we will for what it's worth. It's a pretty it's a pretty young team at the moment, and I think um, that I think your point there is probably the biggest point of all is that you look at those two games against the Pats and Baltimore, and there were so many just momentum changing moments in those games. You look at the interceptions, you look at the big you know fourth down stops against Baltimore, the big goal line stand against the Pats. You know all those kind of crushing moments. We didn't give the Chiefs any real crushing moments because you know because they always knew they were going to score. Uh, so even when we you know went down the field and scored a you know Dennis Kelly touchdown, some teams might have looked at that and think, oh god, that's massive. You know, momentum change in itself. You're ten points down with I think it was six the, minutes. The Chiefs left. never blinked, did they? No. Nah. Yeah, I mean, six minutes left in the half, and and Dennis Kelly scores that touchdown. Uh, we're ten points up, and then we end up going in four points down. Uh, you just you can't do that. You, you have to you have to get to the the half ahead at least, uh, or set, or I'd say at least at least level to stand any real, real chance. We should, you know, we need to hold them to a field goal in that last drive. And yeah, that for me, that Mahomes rushing touchdown, I think was at that point, even though it wasn't, obviously it wasn't over at that point, it would be ridiculous to say it was. It just felt like a big momentum changer. And that was even for me sitting there watching it, you kind of felt like, oh, that's going to take a lot out of that defence. And in the end, Kansas City were too strong. Credit to them. And they were, they're an amazing team, as you mentioned. I think um, it, they're, they're just they've just got teams of incredible players and we'll see what uh, what we what we end up coming out as uh, as next year i mean yeah i think the way our offense is and you could if you can criticize it you could say that perhaps we're relying a bit too much on derrick henry but he's such a weapon why would you not use him as much as possible but we're not built to score on every single possession where where you're as run heavy as we are there'll be there'll be stops every now and then and the fact is you've got to against a team like Kansas City you've got to either regularly stop them impossible or make make the odd big play make the odd turnover which which didn't happen we we stopped them a couple of times during the game but you know, there weren't that many more possessions where they, where they didn't score touchdowns um Frank Clark by the way as much as I I say I wish the Chiefs well in the Super Bowl. Frank Clark should just go back to Nottingham Forest, really. <laughs> I'll be honest. He is, he, he's the one reason I'm, I'm going to be supporting the 49ers. The only reason. Um, and normally, I kind of, <laughs> apart from the Pats, I will generally go with the AFC team, uh, unless it's the divisional team of ours or the Pats. But, yeah, uh, there's swear words I could definitely say around Frank Clark and he can he can definitely do one for another year and I'd love to see him get absolutely crushed on uh, in the Super Bowl and then I'd love to see us I'm not sure if we're playing KC next year or not but I would love to see Derek Henry just run straight through the guy I'll have to check yeah. if we are playing yeah. him or not but oh, god what a despicable beard <laughs> it, it wasn't necessary and they didn't stop Henry by doing anything that different I don't think it was it was just 
he had fewer carries. There were fewer opportunities. It, the game situation meant that we couldn't use yeah. him in the same way. You know, it was it wasn't like they. Yeah, second they, half. They chasing, second half, you're chasing, and when you're chasing, you can't go to Derek Henry. And the time wasn't on the clock. We took quite a bit of time off the clock at times, and and they actually took some time off the clock. I think they had a drive or two that were quite long. So yeah, they were they were had, smart. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they knew what they were doing. They knew that they had to take time off the clock because if there's not time, we, we need to be controlling the clock to win that game. And, and at no point, and well, apart from the majority of the first half, but no point in that second half were we ever doing that. We were always chasing it, which meant we had to do things that we're not right now ready to go away and do with success on a regular basis. But is what it is. Yeah, we live and learn. So, so a lot of the roster may be different next season. We will see. But one person we know isn't coming back um, is our defensive coordinator, Dean Pease, who's decided to retire, which you can't argue with. Uh, we've had two coordinators, defensive coordinators in a row who have done that on us. Um, to be fair there, ages added together justify that. Uh, Dean Pease, I think, has just single-handedly won us at least two or three games <laughs> this season. Um, the king of the half-time adjustment. Um, I don't... Well, Miles, what do you... Let's well, start with you quickly on this. Um, can we... Imp- I don't think we're going to improve on him, but can we get something close to that? Uh, I mean, I, it's what you said with the half-time adjustments is the thing that sums it up for me with how, we, how he's been this year. Sometimes we've been critical over play calling, but the one thing you will say is that when we've noticed there has been that issue in games, they have been reacting to it and they've reacted to it hard. They've they've made the adjustments that they've needed to do. Um, I mean, he's he's been coaching, I think I saw for, four, this was his 47th year. He's had a couple of Super Bowls, so I think he's deserved a bit of a break. Um, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure he's probably tied himself out with a shouting at our guys early on in the season. But, um, I mean, I personally, yeah, I wish him all the best. I think he's done an incredible job in terms of in terms of the next guy in, I mean, I, some of the names that have been floating around haven't been exciting me. I know there's a lot of people on Twitter today have been mentioning Rex Ryan, supposedly one of the rumoured uh, coordinators in the region. I thought to myself, oh, I don't Rex, know, I Rex rather than Rob. Sorry, uh, well, make sure I've got it right. Well, no, is, either, is, either, yeah, uh, potentially. It was Rex. A lot okay. of it was Rex, Rex, yeah. But um, when I, originally, I wasn't blown away by that. But then I did have a look into like the statistics as how he's done with each one of his teams when they've come in and. He gets a defense working hard, and I mean we've we've got young linebackers um, with Simmons up front and Landry. We've got some, we've got young guys on there with a mix of the new examples of like Woodyard and um, Logan Ryan, Jarrell Casey. So there's a good mix on our defense, and I think someone with a character like well, I assume it is whoever it will be. I think there's got to be a bit of character in there, but there's a lot of people there that you can coach, and there's a few old dogs that you can learn from their tricks. So. I think whoever comes in has got a great opportunity to to build on what has already been set there for him. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit, I don't know, gutted wasn't the right word. I saw there was a little part of me that thought, yeah, he might, uh, winning the Super Bowl would have been the perfect way to end it, but it's been a really good run and I think head held high sort of thing. You've done good, you've done a good job and like, let's let someone come in now and hopefully have a few, a few years of working on that defense rather than a, a uh, year season or so I'd, I'd like to see I haven't really looked at the other names but I'd like to see someone come in now and really sort of work on these guys and see what we can get I just even, and see if we can because it's always just been a all the Titans have a, a good defence or a lot of potential on defence shall we say I really want to see someone try and get the best out of that good defence or the best out of those potential yeah. players 
I think we could get someone of notes. It'll be a desirable job, I would think. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You, you, you've yeah. got a team that a team that's been um, built round waste and clock. So you've got a defense that needs to come in and just do their job. So if we're running down the clock all the time, um, it's a matter of the defense then coming in and yeah, work. It, it's it's different sort of scheming, isn't it, for different situations? And I think, like you said. I think now we are going to be an attractive team. There are going to be coaches that are going to want to come and coach us because they've seen what the, that defence has done against the Ravens and what it's done against the Patriots just in the playoffs, let alone the latter stage of the season. I think there are going to be a lot of coaches that want to get their hands on that. It's funny when you say about the um, chewing clock. Um, yeah, it just yeah. makes you think of Kevin Gilbride and <laughs> <laughs> the, the fist yeah, fight back in the day. Um, I don't think we'll be, ever, we'll be back there again. Um, but yeah, no, ho- hope hopefully it's as as I say, it's the sort of role that will will be attractive to people, and uh, this this Titans team can move forward. It'd be, um, it'd be really interesting before if if because obviously Vrabel look he's a defensive minded coach. You know, he's been DC previously at Houston and whatnot. It'd be interesting to see if there's someone internally. I mean, that's what they do with Arthur Smith. Like, is there yeah. someone that they've been grooming? They must have known this was going to happen with Pease, whether it was this year or next. It'd be interesting to see if they have been grooming someone in the, in the way that they clearly must have been grooming Arthur Smith. Because, I mean, the last thing you want to do is go and get someone who's, you know, a year down the line just going to then go and get a head coach job. Um, you know, unless you kind of really feel like they, that that particular coordinator this year will take you to the Super Bowl if you're looking at a longer-term plan. But I think that's what they do with Arthur Smith. It'd be interesting if they do that. And obviously, with Rabel being so defensive-minded, there's a good chance that he could just say, look, I'll work with you. I'll help you with play calling. I'll, you know, you step up to be, to be the DC, and and it'd be yeah, it'd be interesting to see who they go with. The other name I heard mentioned, I don't, I don't know if it's viable or not, but would makes a lot of sense with the Rabel link um, coming from Houston was Romeo Cronell, who I think's out of a job. So yeah, yeah. he'd obviously be a, an older guy. Um, I doesn't, I don't know if it would. You know, he's been a head coach. He's done it all. Um, but I don't know if that would excite me, but we'll we will see. Um, as as I said, quick quick podcast today. We will be we'll do some off season stuff. Get well, get in touch with us if there's anything you you'd like us to to do in the off season. Um, we won't be we won't be as frequent, but we'll we'll cover whatever comes up. And obviously the the draft will be yeah. As I said, we'll be back maybe a week or two after the Super Bowl. More of us to to cover what's gone on in a bit more detail before we go we've obviously got to do the most important bit of the podcast and um non-titans related stuff uh, i haven't been on for a couple of couple of weeks i don't know there's nothing much eating away at me which sounds a bit strange um i could rant about car parking spaces getting smaller or things like that but i don't i don't have that that sort of anger in me um I just want to, I'm sure you've noticed, and it's just something that really cheered me up after Sunday. And in the Packers 49ers game that was afterwards, there was a shot of Rob Lowe on the sidelines. And uh, Rob Lowe was sporting, uh, I don't know if you know, but he's a Colts fan. If either of you have ever watched Parks and Recreation, um, his his character, well, all the characters in, in that show are Colts fans. It's set in Indiana. Uh, but Rob Lowe actually is. Uh, but yeah, he's not going to wear cult stuff at a Packers 49ers game. So he was wearing a a cap with an NFL shield, and so he's 
he's copped it on on Twitter on social media, and his response was to post, "I literally love football and teams. Every one of them. They are all wonderful. Go teams." Dash Chris Traeger, his uh, Parks and Recreation character, if you don't know. <laughs> And I absolutely love that. And he's he's probably just stuck a cap on his head that someone gave him, or he's you know, <laughs> and he's he's been getting pelters on he's supporting he's supporting the officials. He's because uh, no yeah, one else. Yeah. Thought, let's face it. <laughs> um, he would have copped a lot of flack if he'd gone in with a Colts cap, I'm sure, just as much. But but there you go. I, I loved his response. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely nailed it. You can just imagine Chris Traeger saying all of that. <laughs> Classic. <sighs> right, uh, Greg or Miles, one of you is at least going to be permitted to to moan about something. Uh, um, I might get mine out of the way because mine's not really so much a moan. Ever. I'm going to continue my positive. Season's over now. Just if, if you thought I was going to suddenly drop off and stop being negative, guys, that's not going to happen. It's just going to be continuous. No, nobody thought that. <laughs> I'll find something to support. You still fancy season. our chances in the Super Bowl? I guess. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be down somewhere. <laughs> or another. Fort Niners will get done for match fix, and now do you get 220 yards and four touchdowns in a playoff game, Mozart? Um, uh, yeah. So um, first off, I just want to say uh, thanks to Dominic who won our competition on the Transatlantic today. I popped around to his to deliver his uh, scarf and hat and had a good chat with him. So I just wanted to shout him out and uh, congratulate him on winning our competition. So. My non-Titans was actually something that I got to experience on uh, Sunday. So on Sunday, I drove to London to watch the game with the guys. And I came from Cheshire, so about a three and a half hour trip normally. And I, I realized when I got there how amazing Google Maps is as a, just as a thing. So if Google are listening, you can happily sponsor us and I'll keep on talking about how amazing Google Maps is. But when oh, I was driving... Well, well, well steady, steady, because... Um... I'm trying to get Quality Street to sponsor uh, just the say, so don't, yeah, don't tread on their toes, but carry oh, on. They can do both. We can have both of them, surely. <laughs> oh. You do realise we've just said the words, which means Ellis, who was there on Sunday, has just turned off. Oh, no. uh, oh wait. Ellis, stay. Stay. Hear me out, Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> he said, as soon as Please. he hears Quality Street, he's out. He, he he's goes. gone. <laughs> yeah, so, Ellis, sorry, sorry here, Ellis. <laughs> but, no, it was when I was driving down and I was meant to be meeting Adam for around half five and there. Uh, it suddenly came up on maps that I was going to arrive at um, something like uh, almost seven o'clock because there'd been an incident on the M1 and I'm there flapping, not knowing at all the area of London, how to get about, how to, what the alternative route is and then, or route, sorry, depending where you're listening from. And uh, within, within minutes of me noticing this, my phone just goes, we've found an alternative route for you. And it was going to get me there and take an hour and a half off my journey. I just thought, you know what? Technology come along. I'm going to go back... Back a few years ago, people were about to whip out a map and try and work out the route and pull over and try and find out the best way of getting there. And within minutes of me panicking, thinking, well, I'm going to be late. I don't have a clue where I'm going to go. I'm going to get lost. I'm going to stuck on the M1. And it done it all for me without me even thinking. So, And for something that's free, and it just makes your life so much easier. So I'm not going to like endorse it and say everyone should have it or anything like that. I just thought, you know what? It's a brilliant bit of technology, and I'm, I'm happy to have it in my life. My only thing I was going to mention is, there's also energy drinks are a very good thing when you're driving home at, <laughs> and getting home at four in the morning. They're also very good. <laughs> I like, it, I like yeah. it how he didn't brand the energy, energy drinks. So there's because uh, there was more than one type in the end. Which is Google your favourite? Just to, just um, to which is the best? Oh, one? If I'm wanting to enjoy the drink, probably a relentless. But I was on I was on Monster for the uh, journey back. 
<laughs> I, the world's the world's expanded a bit beyond Red Bull now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah they're they're strange things. Weird yeah, for some reason I get sugar free as if I think that's better for me. Apart from something that's already gonna make me sweat, my heart stop racing like crazy. But there's no sugar and no calories, so that's all right. Okay, that's that's a bit like having a diet coke with your super sized <laughs> exactly. Big Mac meal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which I pretty much did on the way home as well. <laughs> fair, fair, fair play. Yeah, you don't want to don't want to be nodding off in the small hours. Um, yeah, but also appreciate the appreciated the lift very much, Miles, um, which meant I could have a couple of beers to drown my sorrows. <laughs> and, and and the effort, mate, and the effort to get all the way down there. Yeah. Also, there's a few other guys as well who, who came quite a distance to, to come and watch it with us. So we really appreciate it, guys. It was uh, it was good to have you all there. Yeah, regardless of result, it was a, it was really good to see everyone out. And like we said, Vellas and all the other guys that we met up with, hopefully going forward next season and other times, we're, I'm, I'm sure we're going to try and get stuff arranged. But it was really good to see everyone out. And something further north as well by popular demand. Um, yeah, it's, Cheshire, it's, please. Greg, it's our driving. Yeah, well, a load of ear ache for that, didn't we? Oh god, amount of people are like, oh, London. Ugh. Yeah, well, right, we'll, we'll do somewhere. <laughs> we'll do somewhere in between. We'll work. We'll work something out to make it a little bit more hospitable for our northern listeners. Thanks. Um, and and podcasters and Neil 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 <laughs> Brian, podcasters, yeah. yeah, Neil and Brian in particular, yeah, no, and sure. Harry as well. But uh, Greg, you're non-Titans related. All right, well, look, there's too much positivity in this air. I think we need to drop this to level. I think now I'm joking. Here we go. There is a slight negative or a slight moan to this one. It's the 21st of January. Now, I work with, um, I work with people. Uh, Happy New Year. Yeah. That is, that is what, exactly what it was. <laughs> Today, it's the 21st of January. I work with people basically where I, I might not talk to them for a few weeks or whatever. And this guy rings me up and he's like, oh, yeah. Greg, oh, happy New Year to you. I'm like, it's the 21st of January. Like, what point can we stop saying happy New Year to people we haven't seen since last year? Do we have, I mean, am I going to have to go like June at some point to turn around and be like, oh, I haven't seen you since last year? Oh, happy New Year, by the way. It's like, it's just rubbish. And it's like, we're literally three whole weeks into the new year and people are still saying happy New Year to me. It really winds me up. I mean, I hate it anyway because in the first week of the year, I generally have to, you know, you know what it's like. You go back to work for the first time. Uh, since Christmas, and it's like, oh yeah, Happy New Year to you, blah 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 blah. But three weeks into the year, just don't do it anymore. You don't need to. And that is my my big gripe to end this amazing podcast. Um, I'm sure I'm sure next next time I'll come up with something better. But it really winds me up. I'm not gonna lie. I know Harry would say that it's 21 days young, the year so far, which I'm sure <laughs> driving <him> insane. <laughs> still early. Still early. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, three weeks. I, I get, I'll let you off for the first five, six days, or even a full week if you want to go that far. After that, you don't need to say Happy New Year just because I haven't seen you since you know, Big Ben started striking, or not, not in this case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Neil's Neil's views on that. Um, I, oh, that. I'm gonna get into a rant, and I didn't intend to. So <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the time to time to end um i hope well i hope we can all enjoy enjoy the super bowl or make the best of it it's 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 a bit like when england have been knocked out of the world cup and you sort of watch but you know you don't you're not really as into it but um it will be hard to i, th- I think it the 49ers and the chiefs will actually 
proved to be a really good game, almost certainly the wrong game, but but here we are. We will well, we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Miles. Thanks, Greg. Thanks everyone for listening. You know, th- well, the whole season or almost all of the season, uh, we've we've enjoyed doing it. We're going to carry on doing it, mostly for that reason. Hope hope you've all enjoyed it too. And um, we will, yeah, we will talk soon. Um, tighten up, everybody. Happy New Year. Sign up. Happy New Year. <laughs>